Hi, it's Lynn Rosetto-Casper here with our special series of podcasts based on our new book, The Splendid Tables, How to Eat Supper, Recipes, Stories, and Opinions. My co-author and The Splendid Tables producer, Sally Swift, is here, too. I never get invited to do these things, you know. Anyway, just it's, so you know. It, this, is, this, is, <laughs> this is her debut, by the way. This is my way. debut. We designed these podcasts to look at some of the more elemental things in the kitchen. But for a more detailed guide to recipes and recommendations, be sure to take a look at our book, How to Eat Supper. You'll find information on that at SplendidTable.org. Now, the goal of this podcast is to give you a practical guide to feeding yourself and the people that you care about. We're going to talk about the logic behind ingredients and dishes so that you can riff on what you find in the market, what you feel like eating, and what you've got time to do. I know people always say knowledge is power, but as far as I'm concerned in cooking, knowledge is freedom. That that is exactly right. Now, this week, we're going to look at salads. It's kind of what we think of as life beyond takeout. And let's face it, salads have really turned a huge corner. I mean, think back to the days of that mean-spirited, nasty little bowl of wilted greens that sat next to your dinner I plate. Know it. And now they Those are the dinner years. plate. Those, Those were ugly ter- years. Oh, God, I remember that stuff with that gloppy... Well, never mind. All right. The great salad comes down to really three things. The greens... The stuff that you put in them, the garnishes, right. and the dressings. Starting out with the greens. You know, almost anything can be the foundation of a salad. And the more variety, the better, both in flavor and texture. I mean, sometimes, for instance, you want very gentle, subtle greens like bib lettuce, leaf lettuce, and, believe it or not, iceberg. And, yes, well, we won't tell anyone that we really eat iceberg, but we both love it. But I have to tell you why. This is the interesting thing, because I used to always wisecrack that iceberg is the only lettuce I know that you can dress your salad tonight, and if you can't finish it, you can rinse off the salad. That's the kind of flexibility we need today. Yeah, and you can just use it again. <laughs> but this was the thing. A, a, a couple of years ago, we'd had one of those really long Minnesota winters, and I found myself craving iceberg. I'd also found organic iceberg, which changed things. But the reality was, Sally pointed it out to me. She said, you know, that's your body crying out for moisture. Moisture. Help me. Yeah. So, help me, help me. But it's great crunch. Now, on the other end from iceberg, you can get those really, really wonderfully tart greens if you start thinking about adding that bitter edge to your salad bowl. Things like curly endive, arugula, escarole, even spinach has that. Oh, um, yeah. Almost a bite to it. Yeah. Uh, Belgian endive, you know, you slice it up. And then that beautiful mizuna that's showing up. It's a Japanese green. It's that jagged-looking green. And then there's the in-between greens, okay? I mean, they're meaty and they're very green-tasting. Yes, Can you they're, say they're green tasting. <laughs> well, mosh, if you want to float a bank loan, but there's also romaine and red and green cabbage and deer tongue and Napa cabbage and chard, baby chard and baby mustard greens yeah, and baby, baby beet greens. Well, the mustard greens are a little strong. The other thing is don't forget texture because depending on how you cut up or rip apart those greens, the whole sense of the salad can change. We did a recipe in our book called Ribbons of Greens and Green Apple Salad where we just take romaine leaves that we've right. rolled up yeah. like cigars and we thin slice them into these thin little, you'd say chiffonade, these little thin slivers. And... Um, I'm telling you, my kids will eat that salad, and it's simply because those greens are so much more accessible in that shape, and they break down a little differently. It's, they taste different. They taste they different. Taste different. And it's no so easy. You it. just make a big stack of leaves, roll it up tightly, and just go and slice, 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 slice. it away. But, okay, let's get to the garnishes. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got talk greens into the ground. Let's do mm-hmm. garnishes. Mm-hmm. Think vegetables and fruits of every kind. I mean, sugar snap peas, 
radishes, Sally, so many. radishes. I, I, buy, I love radishes. There are so many radishes these days. Daikon, rose, rainbow, those beautiful black ones. I mean, they're all, they're all very different. They add incredible things to a salad. And you can thin slice things like broccoli stems mm-hmm. and cauliflower. You can use raw corn, of course, tomatoes, ikema, avocado. But there's another whole range here. Think about protein and think about protein in different ways. Yes, of course, there's, you know, chopped up bits of meats and fish and salami and poultry. But, you know, canned beans, rinse off canned beans and toss them in. They're beautiful. All of the nut and seed families. Flaxseed is incredible in a salad. Chickpeas, which is one of my all-time favorites, but also sunflower seeds. And you love pumpkin seeds. I love seeds. pumpkin seeds in my salad. This is what it comes out. And by the way, the soy foods, mm-hmm. oh, perfect in salad. Pieces of tempeh and, yeah. and marinated tofu absolutely works. Leftover long grain rice. Yes. Um, I even, if I've steamed vegetables, sometimes they'll go in as well. The thing that comes down to is this. Anything can go into a salad that won't wilt it. That's exactly right. Yeah. You know, one of the best things you have taught me, Lynn, is your tricks for taming down raw onion. Oh, yeah. this was I, I was raised in a family where my mother made salad every night, and she made it with raw onion. And it wasn't until I went away to college that I realized I had had heartburn from birth mm-hmm. uh, from that raw <laughs> onion. And I didn't want to give up the onion, but I did learn how to tame the onion. So here's two ways of doing it. You can do it with acid or you can do it with ice. And with ice, you would just pack it in ice with ice water, put it in the refrigerator. Like sliced onion, rings of onion. Yeah, rings of onion. And they get super crisp. And they're really beautiful. I mean, if you want onion as a beauty queen, that's how you would do it an hour or more. I leave them overnight sometimes. Mm -hmm. The other thing you can do is if you sprinkle acid of some kind, vinegar or whatever, on them, they'll wilt, but they'll They'll lose that that sharpness. Now, if you let it sit for 20 minutes, that'll happen. But if you're in a hurry, you can do the vinegar and the onion and put it in the microwave for 30, well, three minutes maybe. And they wilt. They all calm down. They get sweet. They're so good. And the vinegar takes on a fabulous flavor. Another trick is take a, you know, take a bag, put sliced onion in it, put vinegar in it, stick it in the fridge. Have a lot of it, go. and it you're good really to go well. for the whole week. Um, you know, the last thing to talk about with salads is the dressing. And as far as I'm concerned, that those bottles should be banned. There is nothing simpler than making a salad dressing. And you can really, if you make a foundation dressing, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, and this is the whole deal. A foundation dressing is oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper. And by the way, the basic formula is one part vinegar to two to three parts oil and then salt and pepper to taste. So to make a blue cheese dressing. To make a blue cheese dressing, you'd add blue cheese to taste, a little bit of minced onion or shallot and a tad of cream. Yep. And to do a ranch, you'd add buttermilk, mayonnaise, garlic, lots of garlic I would with that. Mm -hmm. And then minced fresh herbs, you know, parsley, scallions, basil, get that green. It's perfect. You're ready to go. Honey mustard, dark mustard, honey, garlic, maybe a little bit of mayo. And my very sexiest and favorite <laughs> dressing of all, Green Goddess, oh, which yeah. is perfect, frankly, on a wedge of iceberg. Yeah. You know, um, pureed avocado with chopped tarragon, add scallion, mayo, a little bit of cream, just a little bit of cream. Yeah. And my favorite of yours, which is in the book, the Moroccan chermoula dressing. And chermoula is a sauce and marinade that's used in Morocco. And this is where you take the basic oil and vinegar dressing and you add to it a lot of fresh coriander, garlic, cumin, hot chili, and you finish it off with fresh lemon. I don't remember that being my recipe. I think it was your recipe. Hey, that's it for this week. Have a good one. For more information on our book, How to Eat Supper, our podcast, and our radio program, The Splendid Table, be sure to visit SplendidTable.org. And have a great week. We'll be back. 